Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is happening, guys? This is Gordon, and this is the show where we talk all things fitness, weight loss, health, and wellness, not just temporarily, but permanently. Welcome to Permafit. So in this episode, guys, you are going to hear a an overview that I did of three specific things that you can do. Okay, These are three specific, tactical, actionable things you can do to make sure that any holiday, whether that's Christmas or Easter or a birthday party, really any event where you know that typically you would overindulge, overeat, and maybe for lack of a better term, self-sabotage or sabotage your results, any time something like that is coming up, you can deploy these three things, these three specific things. So I gave this presentation in our free Facebook group and It was really powerful. There's a lot there. There's a lot of value there. And there's a lot of things you can take away from it and deploy right away. And so it just made sense to bring that in here to the podcast. So if you guys get value out of this, awesome. Share it with someone. If you learned something, if maybe there was a a takeaway that you didn't really think of before or something like that, share it with someone, maybe a a like-minded friend, someone in your life that needs to hear this who's struggling or is on a journey and needs more guidance, needs more support. So with that, guys, I'm going to turn it over here to the presentation and have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. If you do celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, cool. And I will talk to you guys later. Cool. All right. So three specific ways to stay on track during the holidays. Okay. Um, So first of all, Christmas 2021, this has been a huge year for me. A lot of things have happened on a personal level and professional level, but um, I just want to introduce you guys to Zeus. So this is my puppy on the left. That's Zeus. He's a German shepherd, pure breed. And uh, as of today, he's 12 weeks old. This picture was taken about two weeks ago. So he was 10 weeks old at the time, just a couple months, little baby. He's still a baby, uh, but he is he, he has filled our hearts in a way that we didn't really even know needed filled. We're very, very happy with him. And he's an amazing pup. He's running around here somewhere, actually. Um, and just in general, like this year in particular, I have felt a little bit more gratitude and, uh, I guess just appreciation for life than I have in in the past. And I don't know what, what it is specifically. There's been periods of time in my life where I've been really focused on hustling hard, like in business or hustling on something else or whatever this year, I've been able to kind of disconnect from that like hustle mode and focus on some of these other things. This is my son, Hunter, my wife, Beth, and Hunter is, uh, he's growing and he's getting to this point where he's becoming a little man, you know, like a young man. And, um, I don't know, I guess like I had this weird kind of like sort of feeling like, okay, he's growing up so fast. I don't want to miss anything. Um, uh, so anyways, a lot of gratitude and a lot of appreciation for life <clears throat> lately. And this Christmas season has like, 
really come together to bring a lot of that. So I hope you guys are experiencing the same uh, with your families and with your friends. So I just want to share that with you guys. So let's go and just jump in. All right. So Christmas 2021. Um, obviously I'm doing this on December 20th. It's Christmas is five days away. It really doesn't matter if you celebrate Christmas, but I am curious. Do you let me know in the comments if you do, uh, do you celebrate Christmas? Do you, uh, have any traditions? Um, I know like we've got some clients who don't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate other, other holidays. They're, you know, for different religious reasons or ethnic or ethnic reasons or whatever. And that, you know, it's cool. Um, just let me know. I'm curious. Um, we don't judge, right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if not, do you celebrate any other holidays this time of year? Um, you know, like Hanukkah was a few weeks ago, Kwanzaa's coming up. Yeah, I'm just curious. And in general, like regardless of whatever you celebrate or don't, what is your favorite thing about this time of year? Just in general. So obviously I celebrate Christmas, but my favorite thing about this time of year is, uh, it's weird. So <laughs> it's going to sound strange, especially if my wife was here, she'd be like, what? Um, I do not like the fact that it gets dark so early, like throughout the winter that, you know, the whole seasonal affective disorder thing, like that really hits me hard. But for some reason in December, I don't mind it. <laughs> I actually like it. It's one of the things I love about it. I love how early it gets dark around here and, and people have Christmas lights out and things like that. We've got lights in our house and, um, I don't know, something about that is kind of like magical to me always has been. And I look forward to that every single year. So that is one of my favorite things. And I'm curious, like, what's yours? Just let me know. You know, I want to get to know you guys a little bit more for sure. Okay. Um, so when it comes to holiday eating, and this is just as true for Christmas as any other holiday, when it comes to holiday eating, there's a million opportunities for us to eat things that aren't on, on plan, right. Or to eat things that are, are out of alignment with what we're trying to do and trying to achieve, or I guess sabotage, right. <laughs> is the right way to say it for, for some of people. And some of these examples would be things like parties, work events, social gatherings, um, family gatherings. Uh, so stockings, right. For those of you who celebrate Christmas, do you get stockings at Christmas stockings in our household and my family traditions have always been loaded with like candy and just, you know, junk really. Um, and just like generally like feeling seasonal, right? We see that a lot too, just generally feeling seasonal, uh, whatever people use like all different kinds of reasons and rationale and, and whatnot to try to like talk themselves into why they can eat this and why they can overindulge in this thing. And really just the season in general, is notorious for creating this environment for people to overeat, right? Or overindulge. And ultimately what those things do, no matter what your, no matter what your real objective is, overeating and overindulging is going to lead to sabotaging your results. Okay. Does that make sense? It always will. It's always going to. And again, like let's, let's just harp on that for a second. So if your goal is to lose weight, overeating and overindulging is going to counter that. It's going to sabotage that. If your goal is to lose body fat and change your body composition, which is not the same thing as losing weight, overeating, overindulging is going to sabotage that. Okay. If your goal is to put on muscle, okay. I actually spoke with someone today. Her goal is to put on muscle. I want to put on muscle. She's kind of like skinny and she wants to be fit. There's a difference, right? Well, overeating and overindulging 
will sabotage that. Okay. Even though in order to put on muscle, you have to have more nutrients coming into your body. They have to be right. Okay. It has to be the right nutrients, but overeating and overindulging will sabotage that. It will sabotage that goal from really happening. Okay. And the, again, the holiday season is notorious for creating an environment for us to do that. All right. And it's not because like, if you're victim to this, it's not because you're weak. It's not because you don't have any self-control or anything like that. It's, it's typically because perspective is off. Okay. And the strategy isn't really set up in a way that's sustainable. All right. So those two things are typically the reason, again, your perspective is typically off. There's something clouding your, your, your ability to like, again, perceive is really the right to perceive like your journey here and your tactical actions that you're taking. And then also, um, you know, you're, you're out of alignment. So that <clears throat> we see this all the time and, and it's not even just the holiday season. Okay. I can tell you too, this will typically pop up again. If you're someone who experiences these things, this will typically pop up again at other different times of the year, like the summer, right? That first real like break into summer when things go from kind of cold to kind of chilly to really, really warm. Uh, there's like a different mindset there. Your perspective changes. And all of a sudden, you know, whether you were doing something sustainable or not, uh, you just feel good because you feel good and you feel like energized. You start to rationalize things that aren't really appropriate for your goals. Uh, this happens at, uh, like when parties pop up out of nowhere, birthday parties, uh, things like that. Baptism parties. Okay. I've seen some, some crazy things happen at baptism parties, nutritionally, um, Super Bowl Sunday, right. Stuff like that. So there's different things that pop up and it gives us this like ability to talk ourselves into doing something that isn't a lot is not in alignment with our goals. We don't want the result of about of that thing that we're about to do, but we do it anyway, because we do want the short term, um, like, I guess, satisfaction. Does that make sense? So this is like the holiday season thing is going to bring this on every single year. So as long as you're prepared for it and ready for it, and you implement these things I'm about to talk about, it won't be that big of a deal. It won't be that big of a deal, especially if you're someone who has experienced a lot of setbacks around this time of year, year after year, after year, after year, after year, nutritionally, or with your health and with your fitness, then just deploying these three things, just thinking about these three things will make that much of a difference. I promise. Okay. So, so let's dive in. Okay. So first one, and this is something I talk with our clients about all the time. Okay. And it's this consistency beats perfection. Okay. Consistency beats perfection. So let's break this down. Christmas is one day guys, right? It's one day. It's December 25th. It's one single day. Um, someone can correct me if on this, if I'm wrong, but I believe Kwanzaa is always on the 26th. It's one day. Okay. And I really don't know much about that to be totally honest with you know a little bit, but I'm not going to even get into it because I'll probably misspeak and say something. Um, most of these holidays are just one day, right? I know Hanukkah is not, but in general, holidays are one day, right? This is just as true in Easter, uh, Sunday, right? Or in, in April, like if you celebrate Easter, okay, Easter's one day. What about the rest of April, right? doesn't matter. Um, and just pick, you know, pick whatever holiday you want. The same thing applies. Okay. Memorial day. That's a really, really popular day for having like 
backyard parties, right? Well, what about every other day in the month of May? Those aren't holidays, right? Labor Day in September. Labor Day is one day. What about the rest of September? Fourth of July, one day. What about the rest of July? Okay. So chances are you're not celebrating something every single day this month in December. More than if you are, then that would be that's I would love to hear about that. I'm just curious. Uh, but chances are you're not, right? Chances are you're not. You're celebrating Christmas. Maybe you're doing something on Christmas Eve, and then maybe two or three other days in the month, you've got a party or a gathering or something. Okay. Might be four or five, six days max out of December where you're celebrating Christmas. You're celebrating New Year, you know, New Year's Eve is September 31st, right? So you're maybe five, six days out of the entire month. Well, what about the other 25 days? The other 26 days? What are you doing there? And this is where consistency beats perfection really comes in. Because if those other 20, 21, 22, 23, 25 days are consistent, then those four, five, six days won't really matter. Okay. And that's so, so, so true. It won't really matter in the, in the grand scheme. And here's why your body has the ability to adapt to things, right? Our bodies are very good at adapting to things. We're very good at adapting to patterns. Our, our metabolic performance is an adaptive. Think of it as an adaptive mechanism, right? When you give it consistency, it will, it'll regulate to that consistency. So if you're, if you're and then we see this a lot. So I'm going to deviate for just a second. Uh, metabolic damage is something we see a lot in women. Okay. I see it all the time and metabolic damage is really for, for you ladies, you gals out there who, you know, that you're, you're not eating like much at all. Like you're very, you know, 800, 900,000 calories a day. You're very, you're eating very little and yet still hanging on to those extra, however many pounds, 30, 40, 50, 60, hundred pounds, and just can't seem to really make any leeway there. And yet you're, you're not eating very much. That is a, a prime example of what's called thermogenic adaptation. Okay. Your metabolism has adapted to that decreased calorie intake. And when that happens, it now your body is now going to slow everything down. Right? It's going to slow everything down. And the same thing typically happens when you overeat. So someone who is like morbidly obese, for example, typically has had a period of time in their life where they were eating a serious excess amount of calories and they were gaining weight consistently for a while. And then they kind of hit a point where it starts adding slowly, right? It's not consistently gaining. You're not consistently gaining forever. And the reason for that is that metabolism upregulated to that increased calorie intake. So what it's doing is it's, it's, it's just different, right? It's, it's performing differently and our bodies have the ability to do that. <clears throat> so out of the, out of the entire 31 days of December, there's one holiday, right? We've concluded there's one holiday, <laughs> uh, technically new year's Eve, I guess is celebrated as a holiday, but there's one holiday. And then there's four or five days where you might be celebrating a party or something. So those other 25 days, guys, those are where you want to string together as much consistency as you possibly can, right? We call those like non-special days because that's really what they are, right? You've got your special days, Christmas day. It's a special day. Christmas Eve, maybe might be a special day for you. It's a special day in our house. Uh, 
today is December 20th. It's a Monday. I'm working. My wife's working. My son's at hockey practice right now as I'm doing this. It's a non-special day. There's nothing special about it. So I don't really have anything to celebrate that would really, you know, that I would rationalize overeating or overindulging, right? In my head, I'm looking at this, my perspective, again, it's back to perspective. Today is just a day, it's just a normal day. <laughs> and I know that I will feel better mentally, emotionally, physically. I mean, dare I say spiritually, <laughs> but I would feel better on all these different levels if I just treat my body with respect today, right? I give myself the nutrients I need, not more, not less. I give myself foods that I like, okay? Gotta, you got to like what you're eating, but I'm hitting my nutritional parameters and it's a non-special day. There's really no need for me to go above and beyond and do whatever, right? I worked out this morning. Cool, right? I'm going to hit my targets and then I'm going to go to bed, right? And I'm drinking water. I'm doing everything. And our clients, we urge them to do the same thing, okay? And consistency beats perfection. So when it comes to the holidays, right, we're already into December, quite a ways into December, but this is something you can carry forward. Like, what are you going to do for the rest of today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, maybe Friday, if Christmas Eve's not a big deal in your house? Um, what are you doing those days? Okay. What are you doing Sunday, the 26th, the day after Christmas, right? Assuming you don't celebrate Kwanzaa. Like, what are you doing this, the 26th? It's another non-special day. What about the 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th? Those are all non-special days, right? I don't know how many days I just counted, but it was quite a few, you know, 10 days or whatever, eight days between now and the end of the year where you don't, they're non-special days, guys. And if you can string to get together consistency on those, then Christmas day is going to, it's, it's going to be a drop in the bucket. Does that make sense? So there's, there's a lot of layers to this, but it is actually quite simple. And, and it is that simple, right? Consistency beats perfection. If you are consistent more often than not, then you never have to be perfect. You just have to be consistent. And when I say consistent, it's really about being what we call hand grenade close. Okay. So as long as you have like a good nutritional targeting set up for yourself, right? That makes sense. That's in alignment with your goals. That's representative of you and your body and everything. As long as you're consistently hand grenade close to those targets, guess what? Progress will be made. All right. I promise progress will be made and it will be made consistently. And depending on your goal, for a lot of you, if the goal is body fat loss, you, it will happen predictably and repeatedly. Okay. It's about hitting those targets and doing that as consistently as you can. All right. So that's number one, by far consistency beats perfection. Okay. Number two, and this is a big one too. This is a huge area where we see people tank their results hard. And that is <clears throat> do not drink your calories. Do not drink your calories. Do not drink your calories. Right. Um, you can drink things with calories, but really what I'm saying is don't drink a significant amount of calories that enough that it's going to actually interfere, right? You don't want the calories that you're getting from drinks to compete with the calories that you're getting from food, right? You want the majority of your calories, like the vast majority, like 90 plus percent <clears throat> to be coming from food, food that you have to chew and digest. Okay. So drinking your cow beyond like, guys, this is so true. Drinking your calories 
is by far the easiest and simplest and fastest way to sabotage your results. It just is. Okay. You can drink a milkshake that has a thousand calories in like 10 minutes. Okay. It's really hard to eat a thousand calories of, of like food, real food in 10 minutes. Um, you can go to Starbucks right now and get uh, a coffee that has 750, 800 calories in it. Right. The average, I think the average drink from Starbucks has like 580 calories for a grande. Uh, yeah. Grande. Well, that's a lot, right? That's a, that's a meal. Okay. So don't drink your calories. Okay. So some examples of this would be obviously that coffee that is described pretty much anything from Starbucks, uh, unless you get it ordered, you know, you order it special, um, juices, right? Juices are killer. Orange juice, apple juice, cranberry juice, all those things. They're low. They're just loaded with calories because there's so much sugar in them. And some of them have added sugar. Obviously that's not a great idea, but those that don't have added sugar, they still have a lot of natural sugar and natural sugar, even though it's natural and it has a lot of vitamins and minerals, that's great. Uh, there it's still sugar guys. It's still a simple carb. It's a fast digesting carbohydrate. And they, it, with every gram of those natural sugars, you're getting four calories. So it's not uncommon to pour an eight ounce glass of orange juice, drink it and have that hit you for 110, 120, 130 calories, just like that. Right. It adds up really fast alcohol. Okay. Alcohol hits you from two different angles typically. Okay. Because alcohol works like this, basically for every, um, gram of ethanol, you're, you're, you're taking in nine calories. Okay. So when you drink beer, you're not getting pure ethanol. So it's really hard to gauge exactly how many calories. And that's why there's no calorie or carbohydrate count on the cans typically, or the bottles of whatever alcohol you're buying. Cause it's very hard to determine that. So they can only really get close. They can't really get perfect. So anyways, with alcohol, a glass of wine, a glass of beer, basically every like normal size glass of something like that, something that's not just a pure alcohol, like a, you know, pure vodka or uh, pure whiskey or something like that. If it's got anything else in it, <clears throat> beer, wine, um, any sort of mixed thing, um, you should budget something relatively significant for that 150, 120, 180 calories for one glass. Okay. Which is, you know, six to eight ounces, depending on the, depending on the drink. Um, <clears throat> obviously if you're having like, I know seltzers are really popular right now, stuff like that. Those lower calorie drinks, those are a little bit different. That's kind of outside this conversation, but at the same time, it's not because still, let's just say for a second, it is a 90 calorie, uh, seltzer or a 90 calorie, whatever. Okay. Well, it's still 90 calories, right? So if you're having like three or four of them, you're still having three, four, you know, close to 400 calories. Just think about that, right? Think about how fast that adds up from a drink. Okay. Hot chocolate soda. These are all examples of what I would say is the most common ways that people really rack up their calorie count just from drinking. All right. So a couple of recommendations for you, which are really simple, really easy is instead guys drink water, right? For a lot of this stuff, not all of it. Okay. I like to drink things too, but drink water and water does a lot of different things for you. A lot, like a lot, a lot. We have whole modules on this in our course. And the, the, I'd say one of the most relevant ones for this is water actually fills you up quite a bit. Um, hydration 
is essential. Okay. But the, if you really want to treat your body properly and you want to, you really want to like maximize your metabolism and really have your body working for you instead of against you drink more water. Okay. It's also a great substitute for some of these other things that are just loaded in calories. Um, coffee. If you like coffee, I love coffee. Okay. Coffee right here next to me in this mug. Uh, drink it with stevia, drink it with Splenda. Okay. You don't need to put all, I, I like those syrups too, guys, just so you know, um, every once in a while, not that often, but every once in a while I will have a two or 300 calorie coffee. It's pretty rare, but I do do it. And I just don't make it an everyday thing, right? That's kind of like a little special treat. Uh, I don't make that a regular thing. Okay. More often than not, an entire large coffee for me has like 15 calories in it or something 20 because I drink it black with stevia or black with Splenda. Sometimes I might put almond milk in it and really ramp up those calories to like 40. <laughs> right. But, uh, that's it. And I know, I understand not everyone likes that and that's fine. So fine. You have to find the one that works for you. The flavor profile that works for you. There's skinny syrups out there that have like no calories in them. Uh, there's all different kinds of things you can do, but you can make coffee taste however you want <clears throat> and still hit what I'm talking about here, hit this goal of making it a, a almost zero calorie drink, right? Diet soda, flavored water, water enhancers. Um, if you get, if you got, if you love juices, okay. Reduced sugar juices. So I can tell you that at, uh, Thanksgiving dinner in our house, one of the biggest things, I don't know where this started, but we've got this tradition that's been going on since I was a kid where we mix cranberry juice and ginger ale. Okay. Now, when I was a kid, it was, cranberry juice heavy and, um, ginger ale heavy, right? So <clears throat> ginger ale, a can of that is like whatever, 200 calories or something, or 180 calories and mixing that with basically like six ounces of cranberry juice. Well, that's almost another hundred calories. So that drink alone would be close to 300 calories. And I would, you know, have two or three of them. Everyone would at dinner. Okay. And that's like a thousand calories in drinks at Thanksgiving dinner on top of Thanksgiving dinner, right? It's, it adds up so fast. Okay. But nowadays we still celebrate that same thing, but what we do is we use the reduced sugar cranberry juice. Okay. So I think it's got 40 calories and eight ounces. And then we use diet ginger ale or zero sugar ginger ale, and it delivers essentially the exact same experience, but far, far, far fewer calories. Does that make sense? So it's just a little, little thing to think about. All right, guys, number three. So this is probably, if I had to say there was like one cardinal rule that gets violated, like by 99% of people, it's this, right? Then not eating enough protein. You're not very likely not eating enough protein. Okay. And as far as navigating like Christmas di dinner or, or, or any kind of holiday meal or any kind of like what I call those special days where you're going to be eating more. We're eating a lot of things that aren't really, uh, let's say like highly nutritious, right? Protein needs to be your priority on those days should be every day, honestly, but on those days, especially, okay. Protein should be your number one priority when it comes to those meals, right? So for those of you who don't know a lot about protein, um, here's just a few examples of foods that are extremely rich in protein. Okay. Chicken, 
lean beef, pork, turkey, eggs, yogurt, cheese, jerky, nuts, really any kind of meat, any kind of dairy is going to have a lot of protein. Okay. For you vegans and vegetarians out there, I didn't put this on this slide, but things like seitan, tofu, um, lentils, black beans, really a lot of any kind of beans for the most part. Um, those are really, really high chickpeas, okay. Chickpea pasta, stuff like that loaded in protein. Now, some of those things for vegans and vegetarians, their, their biggest battle is finding high protein plant-based foods that aren't completely over the top with carbs because they kind of, you know, they don't play well together in terms of like what I'm talking about. But anyways, protein should be your priority guys for so many reasons. Protein, first of all, if your goal is to really get that like lean body composition where I'm not talking about like model skinny, I'm talking about just being lean and fit, right? If that's your goal, which I believe is most of us here, if that's your goal, then protein needs to be an essential part of what you eat every single day or almost every single day. Okay. There's just so much to it, right? It stimulates muscle protein synthesis. It breaks down into the essential amino acids that your body needs to really round out your composition. So if you're deficient on protein, which most people are, then it's not a surprise to me if that person stays stuck overweight or stays stuck in a physique that doesn't make them happy or gets maintains being stuck in, in a body composition that isn't what they want, right? Most of the time there's protein deficiency going on there. And so this, and, and the other thing too, is that it really does provide massive amounts of satiety. Okay. It really satiates you. It really makes you feel full. So when it comes to Christmas dinner, I can already tell you my playbook. Okay. For Christmas dinner, I do this every year, uh, making a ham. Okay. Love ham. And by the way, ham in general, like spiral cut ham is very low in calorie and very high in protein. Okay. It really, it just is. So I will load up on that first. That'll be the first thing I start putting into my body at Christmas dinner. Okay. I do the same thing at Thanksgiving with Turkey, uh, another very lean, very low fat, uh, meat, right? So I'll eat a lot of that and it's going to fill me up, right? It's going to start filling me up. I'm going to start feeling full. I'm going to start slowing down and then I'll start working on mashed potatoes or whatever, right? Dinner rolls, whatever else, like sweet potatoes, whatever's there. Okay. Car Here's the thing. Carbs and fats are both good. Okay. Not only do they taste good, they feel good when you eat them, right? There's a reason they call them comfort foods, but they're also good for your body. Okay. Having carbs, having fats is very good for your body, but protein should always be the priority. Always every single meal. Okay. Like I wrote down here in the bottom, right? <laughs> Eat the ham first, then the mashed potatoes. Okay. Have a few bites of ham, then have mashed potatoes, have a few bites of ham, then have mashed potatoes. And when you do it that way, you're still going to like check every box. Okay. When it comes to the entire experience of eating that meal or enjoying that holiday. You're still going to check every box. You're still going to scratch every itch. You're still going to eat everything that you wanted to eat, but the quantities might be different, right? The portion sizes might be a little different and the things you're focusing on <clears throat> the protein. for example, that's going to give you what you need the most first and your body will thank you for that. Okay. The other thing guys that all three of these uh, these little tips I'm giving you, 
the, the other thing that this is going to deliver is the next day, right? The next day, think about this for a second, the 26th of December, once Christmas has come and gone, you wake up, how do you want to feel physically? How do you want to feel mentally and emotionally about the day before? Like, how do you want to feel? Okay. This is something I work with my clients a lot on as well. And actually, I'll be honest, a lot of them struggle with this, but it's actually really powerful. Okay. And that's this again, think about how you want to feel the next day before you put that in your body. Okay. Too many of us are very quick to act on impulse when it comes to food, right? We're hungry. Oh, that looks good. Let me eat it. And that's like as deep as it goes. Okay. What it should be, what I encourage you all to start maybe thinking about is I'm hungry. That looks good. How will I feel about that the next day? If I just gobble that all up right now, as good as it looks, as good as it probably tastes, how is it going to make me feel the next day or eight hours from now? Okay. And if you, and by the way, doing that takes all of five seconds and you can't tell me you don't have five seconds to do that, right? If you take five seconds before you eat something and think about how you're going to feel the next day. Does this move me closer to my goal, further away from my goal? Does this feed into me making progress or does this feed into my sob story as to why I can't make progress? Right. And if you have that little dialogue with yourself, you're going to be able to check yourself and you're going to be able to make the decision that makes the most sense because at the end of the day, and I, this is like, this was a hard pill for me to swallow when I was almost 90 pounds heavier than I am now. And that was that it's all like where I was and where you are. If you're not where you want to be, it's, it's, it's on you, right? It's, we got ourselves here, right? We got ourselves here. When I was at my heaviest and my most miserable, I got myself there. It was not an easy pill to swallow, but I I was able to finally do that. Be like, okay, I am 100% responsible for the reason why I'm here. Not all these other circumstances around me. I got myself here. But the good, and that's, again, it's a hard pill to swallow for pretty much everybody. But the good news is, is that it's also 100% on you to get yourself out. Okay. You're in total control. No one else can stop you. Not one person. No one. No one can stop you from getting where you're trying to go. No one can stop you from achieving your goal. Okay. I'm working with someone right now whose weight loss goal is over 200 pounds. Okay. It's a lot, right? But that person now has stepped into that, that mindset of, all right, I got myself here. I can get myself out. I need some guidance. I need some accountability. I need some strategy, but I can get myself out. I can get myself out and no one can stop me. And that mindset is huge, guys. I don't really remember why I deviated to this point, but it's actually incredibly important. Um, and now I remember. So it all comes back to this one thing. Before you put something in your body, think about it for a second. Why am I putting this in my body? Is this going to move me further or closer to my goal? Further away from my goal or closer to my goal? And again, just that little, little two second little thing 
is going to make a big difference. Okay. And what it'll oftentimes do is it'll push you into this, this mode of operating where, yeah, that looks good, but you know what? I want some of this first. Okay. And you'll go and you'll have whatever, right? So let's just say, boom, we're back to Christmas dinner. Okay. You're looking, you got your eyes on, um, mashed potatoes and, um, dinner rolls and stuffing and sweet potatoes or yams or something like all these super carb rich foods, high in fat, they're mixed with butter. They're mixed with milk, whatever you're looking at those, your mouth's watering. Like you're excited for those. Take a second, right? Prioritize that protein first. Okay. Get some protein in your body, have some water or some, something low calorie to drink, get some stuff in your body. Okay. All of a sudden those mashed potatoes, those sweet potatoes, those yams, those rolls, stuffing, whatever, all that stuff is still going to look good, but now your body is going to be talking to you and it's going to say, all right, Hey, look, let's go have those things. Good. <laughs> but we don't need all of them, right? We don't need everything on the table. Okay. Maybe a couple spoonfuls of that, a spoonful of that, maybe one roll instead of three. Right. And you start to do that and, and act that way and operate that way. And I'm telling you guys, like, there's a reason that I say eat with no restrictions. Okay. Eating with no restrictions is what I'm talking about right now. Okay. You still are eating all the things you love. You're still, you're still going to all the parties. You're still doing everything. You're still going to the social events, but you're making strategic changes that like little changes. Okay. You don't have to wholesale cut things out. You're making strategic little changes that add up to you making massive progress. Okay. At the end of the day, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to body fat loss, it's all about knowing your numbers and hitting your numbers as consistently as you can. Not perfectly, consistently. Protein is an enormous catalyst for that. Okay. So perfect segue, right? This is the number four, little bonus. Okay. This is the fourth tip. I wasn't going to do this, but it makes just makes so much sense. So knowing your numbers is crucial right? And this is what I just mentioned, knowing your numbers. When I say your numbers, this means like your calories, okay? Your protein, your fats, your carbohydrates. And most people don't know this, okay? So more likely than not, someone watching this or multiple people watching this, as soon as they're done, they're going to go to Google and they're going to type in how to calculate your calories, right? <laughs> and you're going to find about 5,000 pages on Google that have an online calculator for calculating your calories, calculating your macros. And the funny thing is you're going to get 5,000 different answers. <laughs> okay. So therein like lies another element, another little wrench into like the confusion behind all this. Like, so which one is right? Right. Which one is right? Um, I don't know. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I can tell you how we do ours, right? We get this question a lot. How do we calculate nutrition for clients? Well, we have a, a relatively complex system, right? So we have an algorithmic based system that we use. Okay. It's a multi-order system. And then we'd run it through a second one, which is entirely different. And then we take those and we combine them, meaning we look at them together at the same time. A human being does this. Okay. Whether it's me or my head coach, Shannon, uh, one of us is looking at that and we are 100% of the time making an adjustment. Okay. 
Uh, I can think of maybe like one or two times where the algorithms that we use have spit out a number that we both feel is dead on perfect, exactly where it should be. Okay. Out of the thousands of times I've used it, I can think of like one or two. Okay. There always needs to be a human element in there that's making an assessment. Why? What goes into that? Why aren't these calculators good enough? Let me tell you, because these calculators, they don't take into account things like your, your current BMI, right? Or your current body composition. They don't take into account your injury history. They don't take into account your goal. They don't even know what your goal is. Okay. They just give you a macro number. Good luck, right? You don't know. So they're just giving you numbers. It's almost like using one of those online mortgage calculators. For those of you who have bought homes, <clears throat> you know, those are never accurate, <laughs> right? They might get you like kind of close within a few thousand, but they're not, they're not accurate, right? So uh, why is knowing your number so important? Well, this is just like knowing how much money that you make every single week versus how much you spend every week, right? Which is basic budgeting. If you make $1,000 every week and you spend $1,000 every week, well, you're not going to be able to gain any more wealth. You're not going to lose anything. Technically, you're going to basically be at zero at all times, right? If you make $1,000 a week and you spend $1,500 a week, well, guess what? You're going to be incrementally $500 in debt every single week, more and more and more, right? Um, if you make $1,000 a week and you spend $500, well, your, your, your bank account's going to go up by $500 every week. Okay. So after a month, you're going to have an extra two grand in there. Nutrition's not entirely different. It's very similar, right? So if you have a calorie target for you, for your body, for your goals, and you have macronutritional targets for your body, for your goals, if you're hitting those, like if you put, I'll use some fake up fake numbers here. If you put 2000 calories into your body every single day. Okay. And what you really need to be putting into your body is 1700. Well, after a week, you've put 300 extra calories into your body every day for a week. That's an extra 2,100 calories. Okay. You basically have eaten eight days worth of calories in seven days. What do you think is going to happen with your body? It's going to fight back. It's going to put on weight. It's going to convert some of that to fat and you're going to be storing extra weight. Okay. And look, everyone's different. Okay. So just knowing someone else's numbers, <laughs> that is completely irrelevant, right? We see this a lot too. This is a trap. A lot of times people will look at someone else that they admire or they look up to, or maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a coworker and that friend or a coworker or whoever eats 20, I'll just make up a 2,800 calories. Okay, cool. How relevant is that to you? I'm telling you right now, it's zero. Okay. It's zero. It doesn't matter if they're the same height, they're the same build. Everyone's different guys. Everyone is different. That's important to understand that. And I would hate to see you kind of like go through the, the process of using like a fake uh, or not a fake, but a, um, like a generic calculator, uh, and then getting these numbers and then like almost thinking of them as gospel, right. And like following them as gospel and then not getting closer to your goal. That doesn't help anybody. Right. So knowing your numbers is essential. However, you get those done, uh, just make sure that it's done with a human being involved. Okay. Um, so that is it guys. Uh, I'm just curious, was this helpful? Was this helpful at all? 
Uh, let me know in the comments if it was. And what was your biggest takeaway? Okay, I'm really curious. I want to try to bring as much value in these as I possibly can. So let me know again, was this helpful? And what was your biggest takeaway? Um, any questions on this stuff? Okay. Now these are obviously simple and yet they're very powerful. Um, is there multiple layers to these things? Yes, there is. But if you just took these, the way I described them here and you marched forward with that, you would actually see progress. Okay. I promise. So anyways, let me know in the comments, guys, if this was helpful, let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And of course, again, I'm going to say it one more time. If you uh, are watching this live, I know I've seen a bunch of people pop in and out. Um, let me know, put hashtag live in the comments. If you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay and where you're from. Okay. Definitely want to get to know you guys a little bit more. Let me know where you're from. And that is going to do it for this guys. So, um, that's it. Listen, for those of you who celebrate Christmas, have an amazing, amazing week. Um, have an amazing time with your family, with your friends, whoever you spend the holiday with. If you don't celebrate Christmas, that's cool too. I've got a lot of friends that don't and they're all cool, <laughs> right? So um, just enjoy the week anyway, right? It's the end of the year. We're kind of we're kind of getting there. I think what New Year's is, um, what is it? The, I don't know how many days it is away, 11 days. So you know, obviously getting there middle of next week or whatever, but, um, that's it guys. Enjoy the week and stay focused. And, um, that's it. So enjoy the rest of the night and I'll talk to you soon guys. Bye.